You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing. And don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey, coaches, I've got something special for you today. Find the full transcript plus helpful links and specific words that you can say in coaching sessions at prosperouscoach.com slash 193. Also, there's a link to a free downloadable infographic that you'll want to have on that page. I don't know if you got to listen to the previous session that I did with my good friend and amazing coach, Lori Cameron, where we talked about powerful questions. If you have not heard that one, go get it because it's really, really good. And this one's also going to be really, really good. We're going to talk about something different having to do with coaching skills today. So let me first introduce you to Lori. The world that Lori Cameron wants to leave our children is one where we feel safe, valued, and connected because that's when we can accomplish meaningful work together. Her part in creating that world is to help people communicate with kindness, respect, and compassion. Lori's been coaching and training since 1998, and her company, Wake Up Enterprises, helps leaders integrate the coaching mindset and heart set into their everyday communications in order to build a sustainable coaching culture from the inside out. She's also a senior faculty member of one of the oldest coach training organizations in the world, that's Coach Training Alliance. And she has trained over 1,200 coaches through CTA. Lori also works with coaches applying for their ACC credential with the ICF to get their 10 hours of mentor coaching. Visit her at wakeupenterprises.com or accmentorcoach.com. Lori, thank you so much for doing this again. And it's always so fun to collaborate with you on anything. Oh, I feel exactly the same. I'm really thrilled. Thank you so much for inviting me. My absolute pleasure. And so we're going to talk today about aimless coaching sessions. Everybody's had one, probably everybody's experienced one. And so we're going to take a look at it from all angles and uncover the best way to recover from (laughs) an aimless coaching session as a coach. So first, let's just start with this. I, I thought about this. What do you think, Lori, is a single word? that describes the best coaching sessions with clients? I think focused is a good word because, you know, there's purpose, there's meaning, there's safety, all of that. And yet, if I were to pick one, it would be focused, not just focused on what the client wants to take away, but really focused on the the client, fully focused on the client for the entire session because, Coaching is client-driven. It also means that it has an aim. So I really like that one. I think that's really good. What does an aimless coaching session look and feel like to the coach? 
In the classes that I teach at Coach Training Alliance, we come up with this a lot. An aimless session, I have an analogy for that, Rhonda, and it's kind of like watching a dog chase a family of squirrels. <laughs> that, that, you know, it's that's a pretty strong mental image, isn't it? Because the squirrels are running all over the place and the, the dog can't decide which one to chase. So it just kind of tries to, you know, chase this one, then chase that one, then chase this one. And what a newer coaching session sounds like is the client is the family of squirrels, their thoughts, because part of their job is to be all over the place, right? They're sorting through their thoughts and what they want to create and where they want to go and how are they going to get there. So it's really part of their job for their thoughts to kind of be all over the place. Well, it sounds hugely chaotic. And I, you know, having been a new coach once myself and remembering that, yes, I did do that, you're going to have a few of these, right? And the idea is just to learn and do better. So what does an aimless coaching session look and feel like for the client? I'm not quite sure that a client would notice if it's aimless during the session. Because like I said, they're the family of squirrels and they're kind of all over the place. However, once they got to an end or the end of an aimless session and don't really have anything tangible to walk away with, and they're just kind of left in that chaotic mental and emotional space, I think that some kind of letdown or feeling of frustration or left hanging is something that they might experience. Yeah. It's that takeaway that is all important, really. So let me ask you this first. We'll talk about takeaway in a minute. Does that mean that any meandering in a coaching session is not a positive thing? I would question the word meandering. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I understand that. And meandering implies that it's kind of wandering in and out of a couple different thoughts or ideas or things that the client might be thinking about. A good coaching session is still going to leave room for what I would consider exploring. Exploring is different from meandering in that there's an awareness and a presence and an intention about noticing if a client goes down a particular path with their thoughts, if the coach is aware and willing to explore that or check in with the client to ask, is this worth exploring? Yeah, and I like exploring. And I think what might be explored in this coaching session may lead to something else in another coaching session or what doesn't get explored in this coaching session might get noted down by the coach and get explored in another coaching session. Mm -hmm. So it's really about using sort of your best sense of, of what's going to take the client yeah. in that best direction so they get the takeaway they want from the session. Yeah, that's I think that's totally on track. Okay, cool. So what's the first thing that a coach can do to prevent aimless coaching sessions. Yeah. At first and foremost, it's having a really clear agreement with the client about the coach client relationship before they have any sessions. It's really imperative that every coach help every new client understand exactly 
what they're getting into, what coaching is, what it's not, what the coach does, what the coach doesn't do, what's expected of the client. So that when coaching starts, both the coach and the client are really clear on their roles and expectations. And if the client starts wandering around, then it's important for them to trust that their coach is going to help them stay focused on what they want to accomplish in that session. Yeah. And I think that it's so important that basically as a coach, you need to teach your client and help them understand and make sure they understand Mm -hmm. that they need to bring the agenda. They need to bring the takeaway they want to get from the session. Well, also when a client hires a coach, generally they will hire them for some goal that they are reaching. And each successive coaching session is a step towards manifesting and realizing that larger vision. Yeah. That ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. A lot of coaches, including me, use a call prep form to give the client. So the client has an opportunity before a coaching session to organize their thoughts. So things like, you know, what I accomplished since our last session, what I thought I was going to, but didn't, what's in front of me right now, what would be really helpful in this coaching session. So a call prep form is really a lot less for the coach and a lot more for the client to really prepare and organize their thoughts. That's hugely helpful. And I'll just say, as someone who likes to have my own clients fill out a what I call a session prep form, I have a few questions in there that are also for me and them. Things like, what did you learn over the last week? I love that. What's challenging you? Uh, What are you ready to do now? Things like that, because that helps me as well as them. I want to be sure they get the most they can out of it. And sometimes it's just by saying what they learned or saying what they're challenged by or saying what they're willing to do that they get that juice. Oh, yeah. Well, and it also helps them and the coach track their progress. Mm -hmm. A really powerful tool for staying motivated. Yeah, so, so, so true. And I also ask for feedback on my session prep form to me. You know, what do Mm. they like about the program? What do they like about working with me? What don't they like? What do they wish was different? That's really helpful too. Yeah. All right. Okay, good. So how can a coach get an aimless session on track? Well, it starts with when there's a really clear takeaway for the session that both the coach and the client are clear on, they agree on. And they can kind of drill it down to one succinct sentence. So what you'd like to take away from this session is a strategy to have this difficult conversation with this person. Mm -hmm. What it does is it acts as a compass for the coach. So at some point, if the coach is thinking, oh my gosh, where in the world are we? We're all over the place, back to chasing that family of squirrels then it makes it a lot easier for the coach to maybe freeze frame the session a little bit and say something like, you know, it seems like we're kind of all over the place or we've gotten a bit off track. So your original takeaway was create a strategy to have a difficult conversation with this person. Where are you now with that? Maybe the coach is noticing that the client has a lot of energy or pull in a different direction what I'm hearing is a whole lot of energy around this other thing that you've been talking about, which direction would have the most value for you for the rest of the session. Beautiful. 
Okay. Well, so this has been fabulous. Oh, my. Thank you. <laughs> it has. Well, that was really fun interviewing Lori, who is this incredible coach and coach trainer about aimless coaching sessions, but the end of our session got cut off before she was able to share something really important with you. As a qualified ICF mentor coach, Lori offers a three-month program that satisfies the 10 hours of mentor coaching that's required by the ICF for ACC application. It includes seven hours of small group sessions and three hours of individual coaching. The next cohort begins September 12, 2022. So if you're ready, you can apply at accmentorcoach.com. And there will be a couple of other links on my webpage, which you can find at prosperouscoach.com slash 193, along with the transcript for our whole conversation today that I think you're going to want to take a look at. So go get that ACC Mentor Coaching with Lori. She's fantastic. Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome, and it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.